0: neanderthal dna in our genes but we'll just skim past those um so so before you um before you jump onto it by uh, before i say it um there is this sort of um kind of idea i guess that um and, and, you, and you've already mentioned it where um d- different different um hominin lines are using story they're they're kind of being they, they aren't like so, so i think a lot of people view like say neanderthals as you know oh rock rock bang together i am neanderthal like, they view them as this sort of like almost a monkey and kind of slightly human um but they don't kind of see the sort of bigger scope and and and, and for me one of the things that i've only really in the last five years really began to understand is, is is things like that there are burial sites like neanderthal burial sites which suggest some sort of ritual or some sort of um purpose or, or mourning or meaning behind it and i'm not saying that they believed in an afterlife they had a god etc cetera, etc cetera, but but it does seem to indicate that there was a lot more going on than we very often give them credit for in the textbooks at least the textbooks i i had at sort of high school um so i mean i i guess the sort of big question for me around this sort of um uh, around these different sorts of species is 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 really how different were they from us the fact that they were you know part of them is is within some of our dna's the fact that we could have sat around the campfire with them we could interact we could commune we could potentially even explore and maybe hunt I don't know I don't know how far we can stretch this but sort of a very big question Erica but how how different were they from us was it rock rock bash together I am Neanderthal or was it much more of a of a slow iterative change from one to the next one to the next one to the next and the fact that we could um have intercourse with with another sort of species and 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 you know have that within our DNA suggests that there was a time when when that was very very close there wasn't a huge difference
1: Yeah. Oh, man, it's such a it's such a good and interesting question to ask. I mean, so humans and Neanderthals are ninety nine point seven percent similar. Right. Our genome Um, that is different. That is outside the range of humans to other humans, like the two most distantly related humans will still be ninety nine point nine percent identical in their genome. Uh, And then humans are ninety eight point eight percent similar to chimps. Right. So, you know, it's possible to be very closely related to something. And be quite different from them because small, pheno, or, sorry, small genotypic change have, can have a large impact on phenotypes. So small changes in the genes can change big things with art to behavior and bodily form and things like that, as we talked about with the, the trans-Keyles-like-1 gene. However, all the support that I've seen and, and indeed the, the mood, the vibe, if you will, of, of anthropology today seems to suggest that the difference between humans and Neanderthals is not very great right? We were immensely similar. And this, of course, goes for Denisovans as well. So this is three hominins inhabiting the same uh, general landscape, doing a lot of the same things. As I said earlier, we we had the same toolboxes, right? They could utilize knots. They could accumulate marine resources. So how much fishing were they doing? How much trapping were they doing? Um, much like humans, archaic humans did. They utilized fire, of course. And as you pointed out, they buried their dead intentionally, right? And we find the remains of flower seeds and ochre in some of these burials, red ochre. It's like a, a dust you can use to paint, body, do body paint. And like, why are they putting flowers on their bed and, and decorating them with what is effectively body paint, right? If they didn't have some understanding of the permanence of death or in their understanding, maybe the impermanence of it, right? We don't know whether they had a religion or not. There's no There's no way to tell. We do find arguments for art. As well present with neanderthals and yet the way that their brains are structured and wired is very different from humans they have um, a very emphasized occipital lobe so that's this area back here that's responsible for mm, tracking motion color things like that it's vision humans have an emphasis on the frontal lobe which is as i mentioned earlier critical thinking and executive function and things like that and so they would have kicked our buses our butts excuse me in any like olympic uh sport anything with hand-eye coordination except long distance running, which we're really, really good at and like absolutely blow most of the animal kingdom out of the water with. But even that, even the fact that we have a greater emphasis on the frontal lobe and, and have all of these adaptations that, that appear to be related, sorry, I have a dog, several dogs, that appear to be related to our, um, that appear to be related to our ability to, to think and solve problems. This doesn't mean that they did not right? It might just be that they were doing it in a different way. It might just be that they were that they were solving problems in a way that sort of echoes what we do, or rather we're echoing what they're doing um, in, in a way that was unique and had its own course. So I, I think it's it's a tough question to ask. Like, I think it also boils down to like, did they have language? I think it's a tough sell to say they didn't. Their hyoid bone, the bone that's, that aids humans in, in vocalizing and communicating is like one-to-one. It's like the same bone, right? Um, and they certainly had the cranial capacity to to be able to speak and, and commune with one another. So I think that they probably had their own language, right? And if they have a language, I mean, humans could figure out how to communicate with them and perhaps they could figure out how to communicate with us. So I don't know on what terms that would have occurred, but obviously we're meeting up, right? <laughs> and I don't, again, I don't think that there's support that every single interbreeding event was like, Uh, Violent, right? So very clearly, there is interaction going on here that was uh, curious and maybe transactional. Maybe maybe we're trading goods. Maybe we're trading information. So you know, I I think that those. What's fascinating about this, though, is that like because they are so similar to us culturally in so many different ways, with regard to like what it is that they're doing, what they're hunting, how they're interacting with each other, they're interbreeding with us, they're interbreeding with Denisovans. it's interesting to note, again, that they are in fact extinct. And what changed in humans must have been a very small change indeed, um, that, that had some very lasting repercussions with regard to, to the other hominins on the landscape, if that makes sense. Sorry, I, I got kind of sidetracked in the middle of because of my, my freaking dog's. <laughs>